Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Uwe Dockhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today I'm very excited to introduce you to Dr. Christian Heim. How are you doing, Dr. Heim? And where I'm are doing... you hanging out right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing really well. I'm on the Sunshine Coast on the east coast of Australia, but it's my time here. Oh yeah, it's already late, and uh, well, here in Germany, it's uh, well, it's kind of like starting uh, around noon. So, well, it's a pleasure having you here today. Great. Well, thank you, thank you. Now the kangaroos have gone asleep, but, but the possums are up. Okay, we can hear them sleeping <laughs> in our roof. Okay. Well, we talk about that later. What that means, but <laughs> 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 wonderful. So, Dr. Heim, PhD, is an award-winning psychiatrist, music professor, and Churchill Fellow. During his 20 years as a doctor and 13 as a psychiatrist, he has heard the stories of thousands of people, so he listens a lot. He gets lots of joy out of working as a consultant psychiatrist in psychotherapy. He speaks from a place of deep compassion and authority on mental health issues that are affecting us all in this new normal. Anxiety, depression, addictions, trauma, suicide, personality issues and relationship breakdown. His latest book, The Seven Types of Love, Navigating Love in a Fractured World, has just been released. He lives in Australia on the beautiful Sunshine Coast, as he just mentioned, with his wife Caroline and loves taking long walks on deserted Australian beaches and eating celery. I think you have a remarkable and very important mission to help navigating love in a fracture, fractured world besides eating celery that we both have in common. <laughs> so I'm very thankful that I can talk to you today. <laughs> oh, that's great, Uwe. That's good. Well, celery is part of a good diet, and a good diet gives you that home feeling of love. So, oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. I start my day with uh, a celery juice every morning. So, Oh, that's very go. good. So you're on track. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. Let's dive right in, okay? Yeah, I'm happy. Okay, so who is your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Uh, okay, so all that, now I get a bit serious because I actually subspecialize in trauma, uh, particularly personal trauma. And for females, that actually means not only sexual assault, but um, childhood sex slavery. And for men, that actually means um, combat experiences, uh, experiences in wars and conflicts that are going on, even in a time when you and I enjoy a lot of peace. So what is the biggest challenge that they face? Whoa, whoa, you know, sort of it's, it's big challenges. But I suppose for me, my ideal client, when I'm working with somebody and they can trust, if they can trust, then we're able to make more progress quickly. But although it's, it's not easy for somebody who has uh, had trauma to actually be able to trust. So we actually spend a lot of time at the beginning building up that trust. And then when we get into the groove, we find that we're able to make a lot more progress. Their biggest challenge is actually trusting, right? And whatever the trauma was, 
somewhere along the line, the person wants to be able to let go of that. And how do you let go of really deep hurts, really dark traumas? It's very difficult. So that becomes their biggest challenge. Mm. No, th thank you. Thank you for saying that. And it's, it's, uh, I can absolutely uh, sympathize with that because I'm, uh, um, I was actually abducted, um, abducted when I was uh, 10 years old. So and therefore, um, I had this experience of trauma and uh, it's absolutely right uh, that trust is the biggest issue there. It took me, I think, when I was 28, I started to trust again. And so I absolutely can attest to how difficult it is to let go and to allow yourself to be and become someone else. So um, what are common mistakes um, from your experience uh, your clients make and trying to solve that problem. Okay, so it's actually normal for people to make mistakes, for all of us as humans to make mistakes. And when you're trying to work through something like trauma, as you know personally, um, it's, it's very hard to get started, okay? And once you do get started, there are some mistakes that, that people make, okay? And <clears throat> I've, I thought I'd list three mistakes that people make because... Uh, it has broader applications to basically all of us, people who haven't had trauma, people who are just trying to get through this crazy thing called life. And so the first thing that I, that I thought I'd uh, mention is doing the same thing the same way and getting the same results, all right? Uh, and we all do that because we all approach life in a certain way. We all uh, have certain coping resources and people who have experienced trauma actually need to learn new coping resources, okay? And so we can all take a lesson from them. If we could learn some new coping resources to do things differently, then we would actually get different results. So that's the first thing. And then the second one that I, I thought of was that um, because it's difficult to trust, people lean on their own understanding, okay? And so it's difficult to sort of say, hey, I've got to trust this psychiatrist, I've got to trust this doctor, I've got to trust a different way of doing things. And it kind of grabbed me that we all do that. We all think we've got life figured out, but if we actually listen to each other a bit more, we'd actually have more resources to be able to pull each other through. So that's, that's another thing. And the third thing that I thought I'd put down is that sometimes people choose to stay in a hole because getting up where the sunshine is takes a lot of effort. And sometimes you've got to put in that effort. And you know what? Sometimes we don't feel like it. So we actually stay in our hole. And if there's a way to get around that, that would be great. Yeah, I understand completely. It's, it's really that the issue that you, in a, in a weird way, you feel safe in that where you, where you are um, because it's, you're used to it. And so really um, making that step into the light, as you're saying, uh, kind of like, um, it feels like that, but it's the only way um, is to step into the light, so to speak, and to move on. Uh, and uh, yeah, and deal with these issues. So I absolutely know from experience uh, how hard and difficult this can be. So, yeah, yeah, but there comes a point where you feel ready for it. You say, okay, right. I'm ready to move forward now. Yeah. Absolutely. There's always a point uh, where it says, and, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm dealing also with uh, oftentimes with clients, you know, because I went through this uh, experience, I can sense sometimes, you know, oh, there's, there must be something more to, you know, kind of like the obvious problems that you're coming to me. And so therefore, um, 
I, I, you know, mostly because I'm German, I'm, I'm thorough. I go to the root causes and uh, try to help them there. And I think that is what we have in common also. Yes, yes, definitely. We definitely have that in common. Because if you, if you just work on the symptoms, it's just not enough. You've got to get down there where it's all happening. Right. Yeah. No, that's true. So before I ask Dr. Heim, uh, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something to our audience. If you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So Dr. Heim, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that issue? Ah, now this is a wonderful question because now we, we can get really positive about things here because I, I often talk to my clients about climbing a mountain and to climb a mountain is free. All that you've got to do is find a mountain and climb it. And amazing things happen when you climb a mountain. The whole world gets smaller. You get more alone, but get your part of this vastness that our earth is and in a sense you become part of all of eternity and you know that no matter what your problem is it can get smaller and you can become part of something quite bigger the other thing that i like about climbing a mountain is it takes effort all right it's 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 not an easy way out you've really got to put in some hard yards there and uh everybody that i've worked with as you know put in some really hard yards to get to where they are no, that's true. And I like the analogy. And uh, it's because of the change of perspective. And uh, of course, you have to leave your, your problems down there and uh, allow them also to become smaller and smaller. <laughs> that's right. Otherwise, you're just carrying them with you all the time. So, but, yeah, uh, that's right. no, but it's, a good, it's a good analogy. So I, I like it a lot. So, yeah. yeah. So, so what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that um, maybe have that issue or something similar? All right, now this is, this is related to mountain climbing, but for me, the one free valuable resource that we could all make more use of is sunshine, okay? Now, the thing about sunshine is because we get to see it every day, we take it for granted. And when we take things for granted, we don't get to enjoy what's actually there. And sometimes when it's winter, even in Australia, just having the sun on your face when the rest of you is cold, feels fantastic so you actually get to enjoy that and then you've got to ask yourself what am i actually enjoying i'm enjoying something that comes to me for free every day and then you sort of think well what is the sunshine well it gives life to the whole of our planet every day we couldn't do without it and so you start to think again that there are some bigger processes coming uh, your way and in sunshine, you can drink in the energy because scientifically we know that all energy comes from the sun, but we can actually get this directly and it puts a smile on your face, warmth in your face, and it actually does physically give you more energy to get through whatever you need to get through that day. Wow. It's like magic, right? <laughs> you know, you just <laughs> go out and put your face into the sun and then, yeah, allow yourself to smile, right? <laughs> so that's, that's so true. <laughs> No, I love that. Um, so it's it's really it's valuable, you know, just a, as a good reminder to, yeah, be grateful also for the things that are there for free, and there are things in life that are free. 
So well, that's right. And, and and something as simple as sunshine uh, actually releases good brain chemicals in your uh, in your mind. Okay, uh, sort of dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin. They're, they're all released just by getting out in the sunshine. And so by doing just a little bit more of that, we keep away some of those bad chemicals, you know, and some of the worries that uh, that come our way every day, you know. Absolutely. So let the sunshine in, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you all day. <laughs> Absolutely. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? All right. Now, it's going to sound a bit cliche, but I've got to go here because the one question would have been, could you please talk about the science of the different types of love? And uh, this is a passion of mine at the moment, Uwe. I've just released a book on the seven love types. And look, love is a bit of a cliche. It's a word that people think is passe, but we don't understand love. And if we understood the different types of love, we would be able to do more to cultivate love going right in our life. And not, not just with love partners, but also with um, parents, children, uh, people who are guiding us, strangers as well. And as cliche as it sounds, this world does need love, uh, but it needs an understanding of love. And scientifically, we're just starting to get there. So when we combine the science of love together with ancient wisdom of love, we can actually find a way to get through this fragmented society. This sounds so wonderful. You know, we're talking about uh, sunshine and love. <laughs> I just love the conversation with you, Dr. Heim. Even we started on that serious note, but this is on the other side. Yeah, and uh, that's right. em embracing it is part of uh, our life and our duty, right? Oh, yeah, it is. And and look, a lot of people have suffered and are suffering today, but sunshine is there every day, you know. And so it's noticing that and tapping into that and using it. Yeah, I often say even in Germany, you know, when the sun is not always there, uh, you know, and people look like grumpy and so like that. It's like, well, you know, I, you know, sun comes from within. So I'm just counteracting that and ignoring that the sun is not out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and of course, we will put, um, you know, the link to your book uh, in the show description so people can uh, get a hold of your book. And uh, this brings us already to my uh, last question, but it's my preferred one. So when was the last yeah. time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? And Uwe, what I love about this question is this is actually a question on love. Okay. And uh, that when you talk about family, we're talking about what the ancient Greeks called storge love. It's a type of love where it's not erotic. It's, it's not even a friendship. It's we belong together simply because we're in the same family. We belong together. And, uh, and so that's, that's one of the loves that I just really love. And the last time that I got goosebumps uh, from that was actually uh, a month or two Oh, before uh, COVID started, you see, my boys have grown up, but we had one time when both boys were there and uh, one is married. So there's now five of us in our family and we were playing Canasta. Now, Canasta is a card game that I have played since I was five years old. And it's one of those games that goes down from generation to generation to generation. And when you're sitting there at a table with the people that you love, 
playing a stupid card game and getting all competitive, it is the most wonderful feeling in the world. Well, one of the most wonderful feelings in the world. So that sort of stuff gives me goosebumps. Mm. Well, this is, yeah, thank you for, for sharing uh, this goosebump moment. So, you know, now finally we can draw everything together. It's sunshine, love, goosebumps and canasta. <laughs> <laughs> Glad the canasta came in there. Yeah, yeah. So all you need in life <laughs> and you're good to go. <laughs> well, thank you, Dr. Heim, for this wonderful goosebump moment for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you shared with us today. And Uwe, thank you very much for putting together these questions and for, for, for bringing out some sunshine in a life where, you know what, a lot of people are doing it tough. So they need this sort of sunshine from you. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. It was my pleasure. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.